This is Sports Radio 100.9, The Myth. You've waited patiently all day. All week. They were patient. They didn't get rushed. But Great Lakes Bay region, we finally arrived at the payoff from high school. House call for Isom. To college. Connor Stallions. Like, bro, get a life. To the pros. Green Bay, man, they might be coming. We cover everything a Michigan sports fan could want. This is uncharted territory. And now, here they are. It's the payoff. Thursday. Best day of the week. Friday Eve, end of the week. The weekend is just around the corner. We've got a fun show planned. I can't lie, though, John. Um... Yesterday, I, from the bottom of my heart, believed the Pistons were going to win. Yeah. I feel like an absolute moron for that. I even put money on it. Well, they had to take on Bain, you know? A household right. name, of course, right. that I'm sure everyone knows. He dropped, uh, what, 47? 47. Desmond they Bain. They can't guard anybody. Monty Williams doesn't even want to be the coach anymore. Just I mean. Throwing players under the bus after the game. It's embarrassing. Desmond Bain's second home, man. The LCA. Crazy. We won't bore everyone with the Pistons. No, it's, no, no. Such a mess. I can't believe they lost yesterday. Bunch of guys can, can I've you, never you heard of. You can't believe a team lost another game in a row. <laughs> you can't believe the Pistons. I can. Uh, they lost 18 in a row, and I just thought to myself, well, they're going to win this one. Eventually. Eventually they're going to win, right? <laughs> uh, no, they might not win another game the rest of the year. That'd be classic. And that's, that's Two and 80? As much as <laughs> that, that's a joke, kind of. But if you can't beat this this Grizzlies team without all their best players, I don't know who you're beating. That's the worst team you're going to play the rest of the season, probably. That's the worst lineup you're going to see, and you lost at home in embarrassing fashion. So, like, to say they might not win another game isn't crazy right now. And Bogdanovich was back, right? <laughs> right. Who It added a lot. Who, who Monty Williams is telling us is going to have the same effect like, you know, Michael Jordan would have, basically. That's what That's what they're telling us, at least. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, we won't bore anyone with the Pistons. Nobody cares about the Pistons right now. You have to win for, you know, us to care about you. Team that's been winning a lot recently, Michigan football. Comes out today. You know, you know what? Before, before I tell you the news that came out today, I want to I wanna cycle back. John, let's say you get presented with something. You can have a girlfriend for four years, but after four Uh-oh, years, you, you 100% know four years from the day you start dating, mm-hmm. you are 100% going to break up. Great. She is no longer going to be in your life, but you're going to have a great four years together. Would you sign up for that? Man, this you're going to get me in trouble here, Ben. I, <laughs> luckily, I know I know the metaphor. If Listen, you know su- where I'm going success is success, and if it's a good time and it's successful, sometimes... You know you have to move on. I bring it up because Jim Harbaugh contract extension yes, that's has, what now I'm talking been, about too. has now been put on the table. Michigan has thrown it down five reportedly five years, fifty five million dollars. There you go, Jim. That would make you the highest paid coach in the Big Ten. You'd be locked down for another five years in Ann Arbor. You're not going to the NFL. It's on the table for Jim Harbaugh to sign. But like I've said, this is the entire process been 100% up to Jim Harbaugh what's going to happen. He holds all the power. The ball is in his court, if you will. 
Michigan is going to be able to do whatever they want to try to get him back. And it goes back to my question that I had for John. Are you willing to sign up for something if you know it's going to be done in four years, five years in this case? Because this whole Jim Harbaugh thing, every single offseason, it's the same cycle. He's taking NFL calls. Maybe he'll squeak in an interview. He's the top name on the market. Now, what's different about this season is there's a suspension looming. That's happening. As much as they're in the middle of this playoff hunt, he's going to be there on the sidelines the rest of the season, hopefully for two more games. There's a suspension coming from the NCAA. And whether or not he wants to deal with that is 110% up to him because there's going to be head coach openings in the NFL more than more than a normal year this season. I'm counting up eight to 10 NFL head coaching job openings this off season, Carolina and Vegas jobs are already there. You kind of have to assume the commanders and chargers are going to fire their coaches, bears, jets, bills, Patriots, saints, the Cardinals. Jets are getting rid of Salah. I, would you want to bring him back? Yeah. <laughs> Quarterback got injured. Go find by me. Go ahead. Eight, Same thing with the Cardinals. Eight, eight to ten teams. Eight to ten. I'm not fair. saying all these guys are going to. I'm, I'm telling you, ten, ten teams that potentially are going to have a head coaching job. One third of the league. A little less. Just a, yeah, a smidgen less, yes. Maybe the Saints. Who knows? But wow. there, there's going to be a handful. And what, whether or not Jim Harbaugh wants to coach these teams, I think is a question you have to ask yourself because you look at a team like Carolina. Why would Jim Harbaugh leave what he's built at Michigan to go rebuild something in Carolina, something that has no foundation right now? Same thing with the the commanders. You're not leaving what you built, the national championship caliber program at Michigan, to go coach this mess of a franchise, this franchise that's been down in the dumps for a decade. The only chance he has of going to the NFL is if, this Chargers job opens up and he gets an offer or if this Bills job opens up and he gets an offer, which I think are both semi-realistic at this point. You can, you can be surprised at this Bills information, but it just seems like every week we get closer and closer, more tension between the Bills and, and Sean McDermott. And what's going on in Buffalo right now is just a completely different conversation with some of the comments uh, he's made there. But we're getting away from the point. The point is Jim Harbaugh holds the power in this circumstance. At 59 years old, he's already taken a pay cut once from the university. He doesn't really owe this program anything. What he took over was garbage. What Brady Hoke left for him was nothing. And he has now brought this team to the playoffs three years in a row. Three straight Big Ten championships. And you can say, well, he never has gotten it done. Sure, but it, it's it's so far beyond what Michigan could have imagined when they brought it when they brought in Jim Harbaugh or what they could have imagined in the final season of Brady Hoke. He has given Michigan almost everything he's promised. The only thing he has in is a national championship, and that's on the table this year. They're the favorites to do it. So my question is, what is more likely to bring Jim Harbaugh to the NFL? Winning this national championship? or getting blown out by Alabama, and it's more apparent than ever that you're never getting it done against the SEC schools. And people can sit here and say, well, he's going to the league if someone offers him a job. I don't think that's true. I really don't. I only think there's a couple teams he'd be willing to go to. And you can throw out the Bears as one of those teams because they're going to have two of the top five picks. But Kevin Warren, the CEO of the Bears, used to be the president of the Big Ten. 
And they have a quote-unquote terrible relationship, him and Jim Harbaugh. Quote, fractured relationship that has no ability to be repaired, Jordan Schultz. So I don't, I, I think you can cross off the Bears thing too. It really only leaves a couple of jobs. It's the Bills and it's the Chargers. Now, I think if Harbaugh wins a national championship, what more does he really have to deliver to Michigan fans? What more does he have to deliver to the program? I don't think anything. And I think teams like the Bills, like the Chargers, well, if they're looking for a new head coach, do you want to bring in someone like Ben Johnson? Who, you know, one of the top young names on the cycle, but has never really held anything. Doesn't have that stature. Jim Harbaugh's been there. He's built programs from the ground up, both in college and the NFL, and done it in very successful ways. Brought a team to a Super Bowl, for crying out loud. If you're looking for a culture shift in Buffalo, you're looking to get over that hump, you need a quarterback coach, Jim Harbaugh would be the perfect guy. If that got slapped on the table after a national championship win, I mean, you'd have to at least consider it. But what Michigan has shown us is they want him back, which has been an up and down roller coaster over the past couple of weeks, really over the past couple of months, because for a while it was, this is happening. Harbaugh wants more money. The school's inevitably going to cough it up. Then Signgate happened and it was pin in this. We'll figure it out after Signgate's done. Turns out Signgate's not even close to done. Then it was, we're going to defend this guy. I thought he was going to get the contract extension in the middle of it. And then that weird court date thing happened where they just gave up on defending Jim Harbaugh in the middle of trying to get him off the hook, trying to get him unsuspended by the Big Ten. They just gave up on the fight. So then for a while, it looked like, I, I don't know if Michigan's willing to bring him back. Now it's clear. The report is they have offered him the contract extension. They want him to be the highest paid coach in the NFL, in the Big Ten. They want him here long term because it doesn't get better than Jim Harbaugh. You're not finding a better option. It's not, you're not sitting here saying, well, why would you go to the NFL? Jim Harbaugh is one of the top coaches in college football and would be the top guy in the head coaching cycle in the NFL. Don't let that be undermined. This is one of the best coaches in football, point blank, period, John. Point blank, period. So my question is, if Harbaugh wins a national championship and then walks away in the sunset, how would you feel about him? And do you, even, do you want him back if you know 100% it's done in five years? That's the contract extension. Five years, $55 million, $11 million per year. You want to sign up for that if you know he's 100% done? Because he, he keeps kind of telling us that this, this is inevitably going to end with him back in the NFL. He wouldn't keep taking all these interviews in the offseason and poking at this bear unless there was something there. We can't close our eyes to that fact. I think he at some point wants to get back to the NFL. And if he's going to be suspended for a full year, that's just another reason to do it. But then again... Bill's job doesn't open up. Chargers job doesn't open up. It doesn't get better than Michigan. It's one of the best coaching jobs available right now. You're not getting better than that. If you're Jim Harbaugh, you're not getting better than Jim Harbaugh. If you're Michigan, 989-837-6125. We'll hit the Frick sports bar text line on the other side of this wings still to come. Patrick Kane making his debut tonight. NFL picks still to come. One of the worst Thursday night games I can remember in a long time. 
The over-under is 30. There might not be 30 points scored tonight. We'll get it all coming up within the hour. You're listening to The Payoff, fueled by Forward Energy. The local sports show, back to The Payoff. You ready, John? All right, all right. I, I couldn't hear in my headset. I, th- I, I didn't know what was going on. Okay. Um, no, that's my fault. It's okay. Jim Harbaugh. He's needed at Michigan just as much as Michigan, just as much as he needs Michigan. Yes, they that's, need that's each, what you laid out. They need each other. It doesn't get better than Michigan unless you're going to the Bills or the Chargers. And if you're Michigan... Bills is a mess too, man. The Bills are a mess? Yeah. Why is that? That's a to- Well, I mean, if you, if you want to explore six, the uh, report with Sean McD- uh, McDermott today, uh, it's going to be... A, it's not a cakewalk walking into that locker room. No, but if they, they could... They could win the Kansas they, they City game this talent. Sunday, and all of a sudden, all that goes out the window. Don't get me wrong. They have a lot of talent, but that's uh You have Josh Allen. It's tough. one of the best know, coaching jobs have, if it's you, open. You have a turnover-prone quarterback. But Jim Harbaugh's the quarterback I, uh, whisperer. No, of course, of course. He's the whisperer. Um, Chargers is a very nice situation. Very interesting. Returns him to the West Coast. Remember, San Francisco is where he was before. Mm-hmm. Uh I think Herbert's Herbert. a very good quarterback, yeah. and they just need some more defensive pieces, you know. Um, yeah. it, it doesn't get better than Michigan unless it's those two jobs. It's not That's all fair. these other coaching jobs in the NFL. Just because you go to the NFL doesn't mean it's an upwards move as a coach, as a head coach, especially when Michigan's laying down $55 million for five years. They need him. They want him. Even if he's... Guaranteed to leave in five years. If you're Michigan, you have to do everything you can to get this guy locked up. And if he looks Michigan dead in the eye and says, give me five more million dollars every year, you bet your ass Michigan better do it because you're not finding a better coach. Look what he's done. Three straight Big Ten titles. Three straight playoff appearances. Now he's finally starting to land all these five-star recruits. Michigan's the only program in the entire top 25 to not lose someone to the portal yet. He has built an empire in the Midwest. He has built the empire in the Midwest. Michigan needs Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh needs Michigan. That's where I'm at with this. You have to re-sign him if you're Warren Manuel, if you're the Michigan AD. I understand that first part. I'm a little leery on the second one. I I get that it's a relationship that both sides need. You don't need to sign him long-term. He's a guy who's already taken a pay cut for you. And I think he likes having those NFL options if things go south. Mm -hmm. Remember, the NCAA is down his throat and there's going to be a suspension. And it may be a point, too, for Harbaugh, and again, speculating here, but where he just hates complying to these new rules. And again, we've talked about it. It depends if you like the college or pro style. College is a lot of recruiting. College is a lot of working as much during the offseason as you do as you do during the in-season. And not that the NFL is not that, but you're constantly thinking three, four years down the line in college where the NFL, it's you have a feeder system. In college, okay, I guess high school again, but th- that takes a little more work to find the best. Right, you got to jump over hurdles like the COVID and dead period. Again, and still you have do to it compile to, roll, to rules that he doesn't like to compi- uh, comply to, right? Because he's already been under investigation twice in the calendar year. Mm-hmm. So... That's one aspect of it. The other one is an extension means nothing if you're Michigan. And and we talked about this pre-show. Okay, Michigan gives them an extension. This isn't a contract that average Joe or Joan listening right now 
that you get. If Jim Harbaugh gets an extension from Michigan for five years, and then next year, hypothetically, they lose the Ohio State game, Harbaugh can leave at any time. None of these contracts are binding in college football. So the university gets the fire, like in Texas A&M, oh, Jimbo, you're done. And Jim the coaches Harbaugh get to leave at any fired, time. Though. Jim Harbaugh's but not getting fired. He gets fired. to leave at any time. So and 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 then, you know, obviously the contract or whatever and how much money you owe and, and certain things like that. Why would you long term unless you know for certain that Jim Harbaugh does not want to go to the NFL? And if you're Harbaugh, you can make that promise, but you don't need to be held to it either. So, you can just leave at any time. So what are you saying? Michigan should go find a, a head coach that wants to be there more than Jim Harbaugh does? I'm just saying you don't you have to go give find him all a these worse years. Head coach. You don't have to give him all these years. I don't think five years is very long. Matt Tucker got 10. You could could give him, and especially with the pay cut, but maybe you pay him more this year, which is fine. But why agree to anything long-term when he could leave at the drop of a a hat? And then you owe him money not to coach and your NIL funds less. Because he's won three straight Big Ten championships. I get that. I get that. But he's a guy who still, even with all that being said, the NFL rumor mill is there. And if I'm a Michigan fan, and it's been there I, I, every I, single year it, since he's turned Michigan around. And if he's there a, last year. And if I'm a Michigan fan, I would want Jim Harbaugh to be there every year. Let him torture us in the offseason if it means we get one more year of him. Yeah, that, that's fine. But that contract, my point is the contract extension doesn't guarantee that. You think it does because you live in the in the reality of real life. That's not what college football coaches live in. They're the highest paid uh, state official in all these states. And they get to leave at any time. So you don't think Michigan should extend him because he could leave? I don't think it means because anything. Because he could leave. I don't think it means anything. So because like, he could leave, they should go find a coach that doesn't want to leave. No. no. I, but you, you don't He's have to sign him long there. term. I, I just don't understand the like extensions in college football if the contracts don't mean anything. Like when I got that notification today in the report, whatever, I'm like, okay, cool. Harbaugh wants to be extended. That doesn't mean like, oh, wow. We don't Michigan know if Harbaugh him, wants to be extended. Michigan wants to extend Harbaugh. Exactly. Okay, great. He signs that, oh, he has to be here till 2026. No. <laughs> no, that's not what it means. It's what that means in anything else in life. That's not what it means if you're Jim Harbaugh. You can leave at any time. So why go through the rigmarole? Be- because he keeps, <laughs> I mean, I keep like, saying have, it. Is, have but- him on whatever he wants, and you sort you sort of at, are at the, if you don't think you can replace him, even amidst NCAA violations and investigations, two of them, you're so beholden to this guy, and I understand the reasons why, then you sort of have to be on his terms. I, I think they and already then, are. And then being, and then giving him, uh, and if the extension is his terms, then okay, but I wouldn't extend him if that's not what he's requesting. Well, here's the, here's the thing, John. How many college head coaches would look at a five-year extension, $55 million, and say, I'll think about it? Probably one. And his name is Jim Harbaugh. Every other coach is accepting that in the blink of an eye. Because there's not a ton of other college coaches who are would-be top NFL head coaching cycle well, candidates. They also know, oh, I leave, and there's still a portion of it that has to be guaranteed to me. I, I don't know why any college coach accepts it, to be honest, too. It doesn't mean job security. In, in any other walk of life, too, which is great. And I know, again, this isn't the case with Michigan because they're not going to fire Harbaugh. Um, never, never, never. That'd be like but if Michigan State fired Izzo. That's like firing you, Ben. It's not going to happen. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I don't think so. But uh, like, I, I just maybe it's just I don't. Not that I don't care. I just the college coach, college uh, the college coach contract extension just doesn't do anything for me. So I, I would say, yeah, you uptick them in pay, but 
giving him multiple years just it, it doesn't move the needle. What what you have to hope for if you're Michigan, you sort of live and die with the NFL results. Chicago is where he played as a as a player, or, or no, that was Indianapolis. But I think he had time in Chicago as well. Yeah, and there's but, a connection but, there. But Kevin, there's a connection, but that doesn't mean it's a good connection. No. And then Kevin the Chargers, Warren is the CEO of the Bears, once the president of the Big Ten. They don't have a good relationship. Yeah. I don't see why he'd want to go work for him. I get that. And then the Chargers situation is a good one too because it's just, I think they're a ready-made playoff team, even in the, in a division with the Chiefs. It's it's honestly, it's sort of, not to compare the Chiefs to Ohio State because Michigan is the Chiefs if we're going to make that comparison, but you are dealing with someone over the next decade that's a rival that's going to give you hell no matter how good you are, you know? And right. that's what he deals with with Michigan-Ohio State. There's a but, mountain to climb, yes, but less so year. than these other other head coach openings. Like he's not like I'm mm-hmm. telling you right now, he's not going to be the head coach of the commanders No, or the, no, I don't no, think he's going no to want that job or the Carolina, like Ben Johnson eager to get to Carolina. Yeah. Eager to be the head coach somewhere mm-hmm. wants to build something. Mm-hmm. What the hell incentives does Jim Harbaugh have to leave Michigan to do that? No, none, none. So that's why. It, <laughs> but there's a reason he doesn't have an extension right now. <laughs> Who, Harbaugh? Yeah. Yeah, because he's wait. I mean. Because the, there's that interest. But the, there's that possibility. There's that underlying. Right. And the Bills and the Chargers haven't fired their head coaches yet. And maybe well, they won't. Yeah. Maybe, they, <laughs> maybe they never do and we don't have to worry about this. But those are kind of the only two jobs I could see him accepting. And I guess there's still that outside possibility of the Bears. I just don't see it, though. I don't see it with Kevin Warren being the CEO of the Bears. It means you'd have to work for Kevin Warren. They don't like each other. Mm-hmm. And maybe those like I said, maybe those coaching job, jobs never open up. Maybe they open up, but those two organizations aren't even considering hiring Jim Harbaugh. Well, not to say it's a direct comparison because Harbaugh likes the Michigan you know, board of whatever you want to call them, uh, but he does have to comply to the NCAA, which he doesn't like, and he does that every year. Like he has to obviously <laughs> he does. He has to play by their rules. But it's he not do- like he's but he doesn't he's not play like by it, their rules. Well, he doesn't, and then he gets you know suspended for that. Yeah. So if he's willing to take those suspensions, like he he eats it, you know, like that, a that, champion. That's what he does. Yeah, sure. That's that's what he does. Like it's not like oh, it's all sunshine and rainbows coaching in the NCAA. If you're Jim Harbaugh, there's a target on his back there too. What what does your and, hat say? And, and what's your hat say? Michigan versus everybody. <laughs> like it, that that's a thing. Whether again, whatever side you are on on the recent investigation, it is a thing. And again, Harbaugh suspensions come from yeah he's trying to do everything he can to win and he's violating these rules these rules don't exist in the nfl but he knows how hard it is to coach in college and you go not that the nfl is easier i'm not i'm not trying to forecast it like that but there's a lot of recruiting nil there's the great unknown with college football where he's been there and done that with the nfl what you can guarantee in college football is if jim harbaugh comes back he's wanting running one of the 10 best programs in the country and, probably and, more like one of the best five and, and the one thing and, and we sort of mentioned this but the one thing the nfl doesn't have that michigan does is job security honestly right. the pensions the coaching pensions yeah i, I mean you, you get locked up as a head coach there's no need there's well, like no, nfl no, you can be fired whoever you are by two years you right know? but there's also if you're winning as an NFL head coach, you're never going to get fired. You're never looking for other opportunities. You have the job you want. You're yeah. worried about getting fired maybe if you're losing because <laughs> you don't get a ton of wiggle room as an NFL head coach. No. But Jim Harbaugh, I mean, it's kind of a unique circumstance because he would never get fired at Michigan, ever. 
ever. He's already towed the line as much as he could this year, right? And, and, and the university is like, we're defending you, bud. Please, Brick, please come back. <laughs> please. We need you. <laughs> uh, Do you think a part of his contract is to have three NCAA investigations next year? Like three separate oh, ones? Like to, I'll do the two this year. <laughs> I think that'd be cool. What could he possibly do now? I, pff, who knows, man? He's, uh, do you think he reads the bylaws like a like the Bible at night, being like, "What? Yeah, can, yeah. How can I sin now? Yeah. How how can <laughs> I how can I violate this now? How can I piss everyone off now? Uh, texts are rolling in. We'll hit the text line on the other side of this. You're listening to the payoff fueled by Forward Energy. In life, there are the payoff continues more from the great lakes bay region's home for sports sports radio 100.9 the mitt let's hit the frick sports bar text line 989-837-6125 here's where at we're at team ben is michigan needs to hire jim harbaugh or extend jim harbaugh as soon as possible offer him as much money as he wants because you're not getting better than jim harbaugh team john is I don't even know what team John is. It's it, it's extensions it, don't exist. It's him whenever he wants in a year per year basis. Why extend him five years when he's just probably going to go to the NFL if there's a desirable offer out there? So so team John Your is go find go oh. find a different coach who wants to be here. Well, it's like our, oh, you even give though it doesn't get money better. across five years. It's like if if you think that's if you believe that that's what's going to keep him away from going to the NFL, then okay, but. NFL or college coach extensions don't matter because you could fire him at any time. He's never he going to walk fired. away at any time. And that's remains true. That's, that's what it is. We'll hit this Frick sports bar text line again, nine, eight, nine, eight, three, seven, six, one, two, five James from Ann Arbor. I'm with you guys all the way. As far as signing Harbaugh long-term ward manual needs to be fired for taking too long with this at the same time. Harbaugh needs to stop the NFL seesaw garbage. Either you want to be at Michigan long-term or, or go to the NFL. I'm a fan, but I'm sick and tired of the drama each offseason. But James, aren't you willing to deal with the drama if it means you get him back? I understand it's annoying. It's not ideal. But are you willing to deal with it every year if it means he's coming back? That, that, that's that's what you have to deal with. And, you and have you, to. You made the girlfriend reference at the start of the show. If you're dating the pretty girl and Michigan has the prize in Jim Harbaugh, other people are going to be staring and looking. That's just the it's just the way it is, unfortunately. But that's that's the way it is. Th- that is the NFL is gonna be like, yeah, no, we we we'll take Jim Harbaugh. We, it, it's always He's gonna been exist to a like Super that. Bowl. But that's what happens when you got one of the best head coaches. And I, I don't think Ward Manuel needs to be fired. I actually think he's been pretty good throughout this entire sign gate thing. He's, he's handled what you want. He's, the best you can. I understand. Yes, the contract extension has taken too long. But you'd you'd like to think this if if sign gate never happened, the contract extension would be signed by now. Dude, he, he did exactly what he could. He's under two and or I guess one's completed at this point. But I don't even think it is. So he's under two investigations from the governing body of co- of college athletics. I don't think and it the AD been- is 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 still like yeah. Like I don't know how I don't know what else you want from War Manual. I don't I don't think he 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 he's by Harbaugh's side through two investigations currently. Right and. You, and, you guys got to remember, it looked dark there for a minute it did. For, for Harbaugh. It looked like we, this was not going to be able to be recovered from. And the fact that Ward Manuel, yes, he didn't get the extension yet, but put a pin in it, didn't rule it out. And now it's putting it on the table. Yes, took too long, 
But I think he did the best he could. You couldn't, you couldn't give him an extension in the middle of all that. When it was getting really dark and it really felt like this was all about to self-implode, you couldn't give him an extension during that. That would have tarnished the program. But now, kind of at the light of the end of the tunnel with it, yeah, there's still a suspension probably looming. But you've kind of dealt with the adversity by now. It's kind of been proven Michigan's going to win without the sign stealing or at least has the ability to. Now is the time you give him the extension. Uh, Jeremy from Beaverton, the university, uh, the university knows what he brings to the school. Everything is money. Of course you pay him. Why is this guy so airheaded and you give him what he wants? Agreed. If he looks at that five year, $55 million extension and says, give me 5 million more each year, you do it. Give him the Mel Tucker deal. I don't even care. You have that worked to, out well. <laughs> well, I mean, it didn't work out for different reasons than mm-hmm. than than performance. Um, but if you're Jim Harbaugh and you're demanding more money, if you're Ward Manuel, you have to do it. You have to do whatever you can to get this guy back. I don't care if it costs an arm, a leg, a liver. You do it. He's won you three straight Big Ten championships. Someone else is not doing that. No one else is building that empire. Not to mention alma mater. Jalen from Midland. Uh, Ward Manuel needs to get the contract done or else. You never hear this contract drama with Saban each year because Alabama is not full of drama like Michigan is. If they can't, if they can't come to an agreement, then sign Sharon Moore and end the massive contract extension drama that happens every single year. Nah, I don't know. I, I'm willing to deal with the drama if it means he comes back every year. That's, that's just where I'm at with it. It's not ideal. But I, I'd rather have Jim Harbaugh than Ward Manu- or than um, than Sharon Moore. I'd also like to remind, uh, remind Jalen from Midland. Saban's been there since 2007. Right. He's 72 years old, and he's won six national championships. <laughs> Slightly different than it's a it's a whole different situation. beast. Yeah. And he's not under two NCAA investigations. <laughs> and he tried the NFL thing already. It didn't work. Yeah. He has no incentive to go back to the no. NFL. Who's take I don't a think anyone wants him. Exactly. Like he's built his empire there. He's never leaving. Whereas Jim Harbaugh kind of left at the peak of his powers. He went to a Super Bowl and then was gone within a couple of years. Mm-hmm. If he wanted to go back, he'd be welcome to. Whereas Saban, on the other hand, I, I don't think anyone would even, even want him as, as the NFL head coach. Um, because he's too old. But you know who's not too old to make an impact Uh-oh. in a professional organization? Segway. My guy. Your dude. Patrick Kane. Ah. Making his debut at 7 o'clock for the Red Wings, John. This has been a long time coming. Uh, they signed it's him. It's been a week, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, long time coming. <laughs> um, listen, this is going to be must-watch TV tonight. I know there's a lot of stuff on. You got Thursday Night Football. Uh, snooze fest. You got the in-season tournament on. I know John. John's, snooze fest. John's been eyes glued to the TV watching that. I'll tell you, it's a nice court design. I like how they designed the court. It's complete opposite of what what you said a couple weeks ago when uh, the courts originally came out. But sure, I've we'll move on. Pro- I've never been anti-court. No, yes, you have. You. It depends on the, the design. We're moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> you got you got me soft. The most. The most anticipated thing to watch tonight Mm -hmm. as a Michigan sports fan is the Red Wings. Mm -hmm. The Pistons are giving you complete garbage. The Tigers, (laughs) eh, who knows? 
The Red Wings have firmly moved into the number two spot in Detroit right now. Red Wing, uh, Lions are obviously one. Wings have secured their spot at number two. And they just signed the greatest American hockey player, maybe of all time. I mean, Mr. Hockey John, maybe you can attest yeah, a little bit no, more to he's, that. He's, he's there. He's top 100 player ever in the game. One of the best Americans ever. They're at the back end. They're, but. Sure, but they're third in the East right now. Mm-hmm. They're in the playoffs. I get it. We they, they had that fantastic start, and it was, yeah, but can you keep this up? The answer is, yeah, kind of we can. They have scored the second most goals in hockey so far. If they didn't make the playoffs now, it would be a disappointment. We have a large enough sample size to say, okay, this team is good enough. The whole conversation going into the season was, well, the East is just too good. The division's just too good. There's too many great teams. Red Wings might be one of those great teams. And we got a nice sample size. The first quarter of the season was fun. Now they bring in Patrick Kane. Now you're a bona fide playoff team. And the rest of the season is a race to the playoffs. It's a sprint. And now Patrick Kane gets added to the mix tonight. This is must-see TV. If you like goal scoring, if you like exciting hockey, the Red Wings were for you before they got Patrick Kane. And Mm -hmm. I get it. Regular season hockey typically means nothing. And for the past five seasons... It, it really hasn't in Detroit because you haven't been in a real playoff race. Now you are, and you're adding someone like Patrick Kane. Yes, past his prime, but playing with guys like DeBrinket, playing with guys like Larkin. It's not like you're relying on Patrick Kane to be your best player. This reminds me a lot of when the Pistons got Allen Iverson. Pistons in 07-08 lost to the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals, so slightly different situation, but then they add Allen Iverson on the back end of his career. He only played a couple more seasons. It's the second to last one. It's very similar. You're bringing in someone to help get you over that hump. The rest of the way for the Red Wings is a playoff race. And it starts tonight against a really bad San Jose team. It is. And and that's why I think this is a perfect landing spot for him. It's going to be fun. Ideally, it would have never happened just based on when he was signed against the Rangers. Or then, yeah, against the Blackhawks, his two former teams. But San Jose, second worst team in the West. The only team worse, the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, so you implement Kane. JT Comfer is out tonight, so it's nothing long-term, but he's a little banged up. So they are going to thrust Kane on that first power play unit. So it's David Perron, Dylan Larkin, DeBrinkett, Gothispear, and That's Kane. They're going, TV, man. they're going with the four forward, one defender look, which it's more so in the NHL because obviously, like, you know, some teams still, oh, two defensemen and, you know, to facilitate three forwards. But it's more in today's game with the four forward, one defenseman look. And you want Kane in that first power play Absolutely. unit. You want to see what Kane can do to set up Larkin and to bring it. Like I'm, I'm very excited to see what that first power play unit's going to look like. And especially against the San Jose team, that's not that good. You're probably going to draw some penalties tonight and have the ability to see that. And, and that's the number one thing. Cause uh, th- that's what the Rangers brought him in for last year. And he was on that first power play unit and they had to move him down to the second unit. Cause he just wasn't producing the way they thought. So that that's that's what I'm looking for uh, looking forward to. And again, it's against a weak team, and, and so the, it's not you know you get a chance to work out the kinks. And obviously they've practiced together and everything like that. But this is uh you know I I think a good landing spot in a game you should take even if Kane doesn't come out you know firing on all cylinders. You don't need him to. That's, you that's the you beauty and that, behind and that's, this all. That's that's a portion of it too. You need you need him to just move the puck well in that power play unit and just the threat of him. Like still Patrick Kane, I don't care if he's what thirty five years old. Mm-hmm. He could still he could still put it put it in the net at times too. Regular season hockey typically doesn't mean anything, but when you've been 
out of the playoffs for Unlike seven years. Unlike the NBA, years. it does, though. You have to get to what? the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, guys don't take days the... off, but keep oh going. Oh, my God. You hate basketball. No, it's you just hate no, basketball. No, the NBA, you don't use the NBA thinking. The regular season, you're right, does not matter in the NBA, so they have to come up with an in-season tournament. The NHL does. But no one watches okay, regular season Okay, that's fair. That's hockey. fair, but it matters to the players. Sure, besides the point. And you could say that for the postseason, too. Right. You could also say that about you, the NBA. You tune into the postseason if you're a casual hockey fan. Yes. You, you're not typically Correct. watching if that was the regular season point, hockey. But yes. I'm telling you guys, mm-hmm. the Wings are exciting this year. They have the second most goals scored. Odds are you're going to see a high-scoring game if you flip on a Wings game. I promise you it's more entertaining than the Pistons. <laughs> I can promise you that. And now you bring in someone like Kane. Guys, the rest, this this wasn't a, a nilly-willy signing. This wasn't a, eh, we'll see what we got. They're trying to make the playoffs. They're trying to get good. They're third in the East and smell blood in the water. Ironically, they're playing the Sharks tonight. But they want to make a run at this thing. It starts tonight. The rest of the season, any loss is disappointing because you've already shown you could beat the best of the best. You want you would go into every game expecting to win. When was the last time the Red Wings were at a point like that? A long time. At least seven years. I mean, are the Lions even at that point? Do we expect to win every single game? Maybe. Maybe you're lying to yourself if you think that. <laughs> uh, I can't believe we're already at week 14 of the NFL season. Oh, uh, what a time. We've made a lot of picks. Uh, what? This is the eighth week of NFL picks? Yeah, we started in week five, took off week 12. Oh, uh, I forgot about taking off week 12. Yep. And now both of us coming off a, a, a really hot week last week. We're going to make our week 14 NFL picks. <laughs> You're listening to the payoff fueled by forward energy. Back to the payoff on the Great Lakes Bay region's home for sports. Yeah, everybody looks good at home. Sports Radio 100.9, the Mitt. I'll tell you who doesn't look good at home, the Pistons. Nope. They, they don't lose. Nope. They don't win any games, let alone home games. Oh, God. Um, ben, before we get into the picks, I'm going to try not to mute you in this segment. That's my goal. <laughs> I don't care about my picks. I'm going to be like, don't accidentally mute Ben for the third time. <laughs> um, While talking. The home team tonight is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. And that's where we'll start things out. NFL week 14 picks. Give me the music. There we go. Quite possibly the worst Thursday night game of the year. No, it is. Let's not work our way around this. You guys can listen to it right here on our airwaves. (laughs) 100.9 the mitt. Um, But it's Patriots at Steelers. I don't know if I'm going to be watching this tonight. Wow. I got, no. I got wings. I got in-season tournament. I'm, I not, I'm not boring myself with Mitch Trubisky versus whoever the hell the Patriots are throwing out there this week. Bailey Zappi. Bailey Matt Zappi. Jones. No, it, it's, it's definitely a game where if you're going to do something with the family, maybe holiday shopping, something along those lines, you have it in the radio just to keep abreast of the situation. But yeah, you're probably not going to be uh, too intrigued in this game. However... I, I, already, will be. I already bet on it. I will be. I'm going to rock with Steelers minus six here, Ben. I uh, This is a Steelers team that's still competing for a postseason spot. And I know we like to pretend these are the two worst teams in the AFC. Uh, Pittsburgh, seven and five. Two games back of the nine and three Ravens. And below them have a Cleveland team that can't figure it out and has to start Joe Flacco, a quarterback. Yeah. And a Bengals team that's starting Jake Browning. So as funny as it seems that Mitchell Trubisky's the Steelers quarterback, 
and probably will be starting Trace McSorley, who they signed to the practice squad next week. Uh, they got to get this game. They got to win this game against the lowly Patriots who have two wins and 10 losses. I don't care if it's Belichick. We got Tomlin. We got the Steelers. We got a home game. We got Sticks doing the anthem. I, I'm going Ooh. with Pittsburgh. Sticks. Renegade is the Pittsburgh Steelers song. They're going to be there Thursday night. You got to pull this out. Uh, over-under is very funny at whatever, 30, 30, 30 and a half. I took the over. I, listen, it's not going to be offensively one, but I think the Steelers' defense could create a turnover or two. And I'm going to get you up uh, early in the week, Steelers minus well, six. Well, I agree with you that the Steelers like have to get this. It's kind of a must win, but yeah. six is a lot of points. It is. I get it. And when the over-under is 30, it feels like a, <laughs> a lot of it because it's like, wait a minute. I was going to take the under all day. And then I saw that like 80% of the bets are on the under. I took the over. I can't yeah, lie. Well, so I've got action on the game. Zappy throws the ball down the field, too. People yeah, he are does. people are oh the Patriots you know the or Zappy we got to stop talking quarter- about this game I know it's a terrible quarterback matchup Zappy will throw it oh it's not the only terrible quarterback matchup of the week there there's worse ones uh, Texans minus three and a half in New York taking on the Jets are you in or are you out I'm out I'm out as well yeah. Texans on fire though mm-hmm. Rams Wilson back for the Jets though <laughs> Rams in Baltimore the Ravens are favored by seven and a half. Coming off the bye. Yeah, this feels like a tricky line. I stayed away. The Rams just beat a good Browns team. At least a good Browns defense. Mm -hmm. Seven and a half. It's uh, it's tough. I'm staying away. I'm in. Ooh. The Rams are averaging 24 points per game when Stafford (laughs) plays. In the past two weeks, 37 versus Arizona. Mm -hmm. Like you said, 36 against one of the best defenses in the NFL, the Browns. Stafford's completing 67% of those passes. In those two games, Cooper Cup's back. Puka Nakua's back. This offense can get up and down the field quick. Stafford's been balling out. I'll take the Rams. That's a lot of points for a December game. Two playoff teams, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Pan- right. Panthers on the road against the Saints. Saints are favored by five and a half in New Orleans. Yeah, after what I saw from the Saints last week, even with them actually converting in the red zone, still staying away. Divisional matchup. Yeah. Uh, well, if I'm Derek out. Carr didn't get hurt, I think it'd be different. Yeah. But- well, that that's, uh, yeah. Colts, good point. Minus one and a half, taking on the Bengals without Joe Burrow. You have the Colts minus one and a half, huh? Yeah, is that is that not what the books say? I thought Cincinnati was the favorite in that one. Oh, either way, I'm out. C- C- okay, Cincinnati is the favorite minus one and a half. Oh, but my they, bad. They're out. Uh, we're both. Why out. are they fa- Oh, that's what I'm saying. Oh. Colts are a playoff team, but so the Bengals are, are there too with Browning. They looked pretty good with Browning on on Thursday. I picked a, I picked them against Jacksonville. That was one of my f- picks when we both went four and two last week. That's that's what flipped it. Yeah. You would have been five and one if the Jacksonville Jaguars took care of biz. I'm I'm not betting on Gardner Minshew. I just I can't do it. Uh, Bucks at Falcons. Falcons at home are favored by one and a half. Yeah, I'm going Atlanta again. I rocked them last week at MetLife against the Jets, and did their offense look good? No. And they actually didn't establish the run, which I thought they were going to. <laughs> Bijan Robinson had probably one of his worst games of his season, but they still got enough because uh, the Jets are the Jets. They still got a, a, enough in the end to get the W and cover. They're rocking in first place right now. Somehow, you got to beat way. the Bucks. You're in the dome. Got to do it. And I'm going with Atlanta. They, they've showed me enough. They're at this point division leader. I think they cover. And I, it's going to be a close game, but minus one and a half. It's not minus three. I'm taking Atlanta. Yeah, I, I'm good. Prefer, right, good. prefer not to put my money on Desmond Ritter. I did it last week. Uh, you know who I will put my money on, though, is, is C.J. Beathard. Jags. Oh Jags on the road. Three and a half point dogs in Cleveland taking on the Browns. 
I'll go first. Uh, 89% of the money is on Cleveland to cover their spread. Why? Because they have a good defense, is, and is Joe CJ Flacco is a capable quarterback. Is he? It was he last went, week. He was 23 for 44. That's probably the best Browns quarterback performance of the season. No. Yes. No. Yes. The Browns haven't he threw scored. two touchdowns. John, the Browns haven't scored more than 20 points since, since Watson went down. They scored 19. Yeah, they Flacco haven't scored 254 more than 20. And two touchdowns, bro. They have no, they have and no they running backs score anymore. they points. They can't establish the run. All right, keep going. Uh, Joe Flacco's 38 years old. This guy gets I hit get once, and who knows? Well, he might not yeah, be playing But again. you can say that about anybody, any of these quarterbacks nowadays. Trevor Lawrence is how old, and he got hurt. Hey, the magic number is 70. When I see more than 70% of the public money's on one team to cover the spread, I'll fade it. And 89, fade it, 89% of the cash is on Cleveland. I'll take Jacksonville in what is probably the worst quarterback matchup <laughs> of the year. C.J. Beathard versus Joe Flacco. I'm ready. You're out? I'm out. All right. But I'm ready for it. Um, Seahawks. Going to San Francisco, the 49ers are favored by 10 and So we're jumping in the 4 o'clock window without completing the 1 o'clock window. I'll go, okay. I'll, I'll go back to the Lions game. I'll go back to it. <laughs> right. Don't worry. Uh, I'm out. I, I I don't know what to make of this. Seahawks, oh, now points. they suck. I, I get it's a rematch of the Thanksgiving game that was not close. It's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. Because uh, as, much, as much as you think about taking Seattle here, it's like, yeah, I'm not. Not been against the Niners. Uh, Vikings minus three in Las Vegas. They're three point favorites in the Sin City. Are you in? Yeah, I'm going with the Vikings as a road favorite wow. here. Both teams are coming off a bye week. I just believe in Josh Dobbs more than I do in Aiden O'Connell. And Justin Jefferson is supposed to be back in the mix for the Minnesota Vikings. This is Good a point. team that's still going for something as well. The North is not wrapped up, folks. So we'll see what the Vikings can do. They're playing okay on the road. But it's the Raiders who's not, I don't want to say their fan base gave up on them, but it's not like entering this, uh, you know, in, in insane road atmosphere. And you play in a dome for your home games. So I'm going with Minnesota. I think Jefferson back puts them over the edge. I think they get it done in Las Vegas. All right. Maybe marquee matchup of the week, non-primetime games. Bills in Arrowhead. Kansas City is minus one and a half point favorites. I'm in on this. Are you? You're going with the Chiefs again after they lost your money? Are you Are you in or are you out? I'm That's, out. Okay. I spent way too long digging this stat up. <laughs> oh, this is go. one of my favorite stats I've found so far. Mahomes has played 29 games in his career where he is either the favorite by three points or less or an underdog. He is 21-7-1 against the spread in those games. All other contests, 30-37 and 37 against the spread. I will gladly... Take the Chiefs at home, minus one and a half. If I ever see Patrick Mahomes less than a three-point favorite, I'm taking it, especially in Arrowhead. All right. All right. I th- I'm out. I, th- I thought, you know, you were talking up the Bills before. I know. And, and the, he goes the Chiefs City. looked about as uninspiring as it gets last week. Don't care. Wow. I'll rock with Patrick Mahomes. Wow. Hey, you, st- you stick to your beliefs. I like it. Eagles in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly... At least to me, Dallas, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah. Do you know the last time that the Eagles won both games against the Cowboys in a single season? Tell me. 2006. Oh it changes God. this year. I'm going with Philly on the road. Yeah, they ran into a, a, a roadblock last week. It was, it was San Fran at home. Sort of surprised me a bit. And even in that game against Buffalo, which they, they took care of, they got the dub, um, they... You know, again, it was a tough competitive game against Buffalo. 
I get a lot of, uh, you know, monies on Dallas. I get they're being the favorites. They're also on more rest, right, playing on Thursday night uh, compared to the Eagles. But I don't know. Something about this Philly team against Dallas, we saw it at Lincoln Financial Field earlier in the season when the Philly pass rush got to Dak Prescott. The Eagles just turned it on in divisional games. I still believe in them. San Fran may be the top team in the NFC, but I just, I don't know. I, I just think the Eagles, and this is, again, hey, the Cowboys being undefeated at home. Listen to this. Undefeated team at home. Listen to this. But I, I, I'm i picking the Eagles plus three and a half on Sunday night football. Ready for this? Yeah. 22nd in yards allowed. 24th in points allowed. 29th in passing yards allowed. 31st in passing touchdowns. 26th in turnovers. 15th in explosive plays allowed. That's Philadelphia. Oof. Dallas has scored 30 points for four straight weeks. They've mm-hmm. never scored less than 30 at home. I'm taking Dallas. It's going to be a wow. blowout. I'm calling for <laughs> a blowout. I can see it now. Monday morning, ESPN. Are the Eagles falling apart? And when he says ESPN, he means Fox Sports 1, of course. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Exactly. <laughs> wow, we're head to head. I like it. Remember. Uh, Philadelphia win against the Cowboys. When was it? I'm trying to find it. 2006. No, uh, this season. 28, oh. 23. Yeah. Back on November 5th. Kept them with 23 points. Um, Kobe Usher on. For some reason, there's two Monday night games. I, I can't think of one good reason for that. The NFL loves money. Uh, and loves primetime. I, I don't get it. Uh, Packers minus one and a half in New York, taking on the Giants. I'm out. I don't know where you saw one and a half. I have Packers minus six and a half. Oh, um, yeah, that makes way more I, sense. I'm also uh, in on this game. I'm having the Packers covering. Giants are starting Tommy DeVito. I think the Italian gravy train, unfortunately, right. dries right. up. I'm picking Green Bay, a team that impressed last week against Kansas City, and like Minnesota, finds themselves in the mix. So I'm going with the Packers. Titans and Dolphins were both out of, right? Yeah, I'm not, right. Dolphins are minus so 13 and a half. Uh, Lions. Opened at four and a half down to three lines are still favored in Chicago. They got to take it. They got to do it. Lions minus three. I'm taking the bears. Oh, that's why he teased it. Taking the bears. Mr. Lion is going with the bears plus three at soldier field. Oh my goodness. Negative. Too negative. We're going to have to discuss this tomorrow. We have the college game left and then we're out of here. Army. Minus two and a half versus Navy. John's oh, forcing me to bet on this. What a tease. Yes, no, everyone should watch America's game. First time at Gillette Stadium in its history. 112 annual Army-Navy. I'm going to go with Army minus two and a half. Both teams are five and six. Going to be vying for a bowl and a low over under here. But I think West Point is going to get it done. I'm also taking Army for the sole reason uh, SP Plus computer model told me to. Great. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Love these Thursday NFL picks. That was the payoff. Hope it was worth it. From the Blazy Electric Studios, this is Sports Radio 100.9, The Mitt, WLUN, Pinconning Bay City, Saginaw Midland.